0: Did you know that each episode of the Digital Irresistible podcast is recorded on video? You can access the video by clicking the episode notes on your podcast player. Scroll to the bottom of the notes and click on the video link. Or just visit the iCore YouTube channel. You're listening to the Digital Irresistible podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people. Brought to you by iCore. Each episode features someone who sheds a little more light on the ins and outs of delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. And now, here's today's guest. Welcome to another episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. Today's guest is Lori Brown. Welcome, Lori.
1: Hey, Bernie. Thanks for having me today.
0: Thanks for being here, Lori. Lori, you are a seasoned customer experience executive with more than 25 years' background in the BPO industry, and more recently as a thought leader, consultant, and speaker. You help brands develop and evolve their CX strategy, enabling them to meet the rapidly changing demands of their customers. You embrace innovative technology that enables CX leaders to develop frontline employees into effective representatives of a brand, creating smiles. For the customers that they serve. On this episode, let's discuss what it takes to equip frontline employees with everything that they need to succeed in delivering a great customer experience. But first, Lori, let's begin with your backstory. Tell us your backstory. How did you get to where you are today?
1: I'm going to put it all on retail. I uh, grew up in the retail industry, serving customers, selling wool coats. In Florida, and so it's been in my blood ever since. Um, I got into BPOs because they were looking for people with retail service backgrounds, and as we like to say in the BPO industry, it's that accidental career, right? And twenty some odd years later, I'm still in it, and I love it. I wouldn't be doing anything else.
0: So true, so true. I knew I know so many people just <laughs> here at ICORE that have been with the company for yep. twenty or more years. It's right. uh, it's, it's amazing. Well, Lori, as you know from firsthand experience, frontline employees are the lifeblood of the customer experience. Tell us, how did you learn that to be true in your own (laughs) career?
1: So Bernie, I, uh, I learned it the hard way. I was in retail, as I said, I grew up in retail. I worked my way through college and managing a retail store. And one night, it's nine o'clock and we're heading for the bars and the gates are down and somebody crawled under and said, "I need something. I have a, an important meeting tomorrow." And I'm like, "I'm sorry, we're closed." Uh, fast forward the next day, I got to work. There was a very stern uh, voicemail for me from our regional to call him. Called him and he said, I'm "Not sure if you actually knew who was in your store last night that you turned away. You need to send her a dozen roses. Apologize." And let her know that she's welcome in your store anytime because without our customers, we're just an empty box. So I learned the hard way and I've kept that with me ever since that the customers are always going to be number one, but it's the frontline employees that have to make them feel welcome each and every time they visit your brand.
0: What a great experience. And, and, and I can look so,
1: back and say it's great now. Yeah, <laughs> yes. right, right. And, and it
0: happened early in your career, so yes. you know you've taken. I can I can tell just by the way you tell the story, Lori, that you've taken that experience with you throughout your entire career. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So let, let's get into it. Sure. Let's discuss the five key elements that frontline employees need to deliver a great customer experience. I know you've prepared five specific talking points. And the first one that I know you want to talk about is data. What about data yeah. is so important?
1: Yeah, you know, Bernie, I mean, again, these are the five things that I think are important to the frontline, having been in the BPO industry for the last, as you said, 20 some odd years. You know, data, um, you know, speech analytics, interaction analytics has been the cornerstone of my career for the last, you know, 12 years. We were early adopters uh, in my company and, you know, really understanding data from your customers and your frontline employees is key. So it isn't just about capturing the data because a lot of companies go, oh yeah, we capture all this data, we survey our customers. It's capturing and understanding and then actioning and measuring on that. And so to me, data is really important. I'm very big on making educated decisions and without the data, you're just going on assumption and that is not a way to run a business is on assumptions. You need educated decision-making and you get that from the data that you're capturing.
0: Data-driven decisions. Yep. Yes. Love it. Love it. Okay. The next one on your list is environment. So you're going from data to uh, environment. So why don't you unpack that one for us? Sure.
1: You know, when you think about the environment, I mean, you know, the transformation we talked about, you know, work from home for years and years and years. With COVID, that quickly changed our landscape. Uh, what we talked about for, and when I say years, we talked about it for years. We literally did it in days. Um, and we brought this, you know, work-at-home environment into our, you know, workplace. And we had a lot of challenges. And, you know, now the dust has settled. And I think companies really need to think about the environment that they have for their front line and You know, and again, I'm I'm kind of speaking specifically to BPO's contact centers uh, when I say that, in that, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about technology, but making sure that they have the engagement there all the time, just as they would in the brick and mortar, um, creating that environment of water cooler talk. I can't tell you how many ideas have been spawned out of. You know, meeting someone in the break room as, you know, you're getting a drink or or your lunch and you're like, hey, have you thought about this? Or solving problems in that environment. And so making sure that you have an environment that's conducive to idea sharing, to peer to peer sharing. Um, There's nothing better than to emulate best practices across um, the front line. And, you know, I'm not sitting next to the person to hear what they're saying, going, hey, you just got that sale. Tell me how you did it. I've got to do other things. So I have to use tools and technology, which we're going to talk about in a minute, but really bringing that environment that's conducive to employee engagement, employee satisfaction. I'm a big believer, happy employees give great customer service. And so, you know, when we think about the environment, those are the things that we should think about.
0: Absolutely. And what I would add to that, and I know that it's something we value greatly, at iCore is mm-hmm. just an environment where the frontline employees feel valued, right. you know, feel cared right. for and are right. cared for. So right. totally right. agree, that environment right. is very important. iCore's unified desktop technology can neatly bundle multiple applications, tools, and screens into one simple user interface. Launch relevant applications based on agent profiles, Automatically display corresponding scripts and customer interaction history, making it easy to deliver an exceptional customer experience at any scale. Smile with iCore. Learn more at iCore.com. Well, you touched on it briefly, so let's go there. Technology. What role does technology play?
1: Sure. Well, and then again, when you say feel valued, how... More value could I feel when I know that a company that I work for has invested in me by investing in technology. And you know, there's all kinds of technologies out there. I happen to work with a company that, you know, we've developed a, a coaching tool um, that gives agents best practices, tells them how many times are they doing a best practice, how many times more do they need to do it to meet their metrics. And so, you know, bringing that technology, I believe into the workspace has an, employee, you know, has an effect on employees because they look at it and they say, wow, our company feels good enough about us to bring in new technology. We know it costs money, but to, to really give us something that we can be successful with, that means a lot to me as an employee and I feel valued. And so again, I mean, I, I think about tools like you know, coaching tools, data, analytics. So all of the things that really help an agent understand, uh, the customer help, you know, companies understand the customer as well as the employees, what they're doing well and what they need help in so that they can advance and be successful in their positions.
0: Yeah. And the word that comes to mind, you really, you, you, you said it is enabling, right? That technologies that enable the employee, a frontline employee to be effective and enable the supervisors and leadership to uh, just ensure that, um, that everyone is successful and that the environment is what it needs to be, as you said in the previous point. Mm-hmm. The, the fourth one is an interesting one, uh, Lori. I wasn't expecting this to be on your list, but it's on your list, so I can't wait to hear you explain <laughs> policies. Uh
1: huh. Sure. Yeah. I mean, policies are meant to send, you know set a direction for an organization. If you want to be a customer-centric organization, have policies, procedures that, that should drive customer centricity. You know, I'm going to give you a perfect example. I was uh, taking a flight a couple weeks ago. Uh, I got a new puppy. <laughs> and so I had to call the airline and and tell them I was bringing a pet home. But when I went to check in in Fort Lauderdale, it wouldn't let me check in. And so I called and said, hey, you know, it won't let me check in. Well, that's because you have a pet. I said, well, I have a pet coming home, not going out. Well, our policy state, it's a pet ticket and you have to check in at the, at, in the airport. And I was like, well, it's, You know, a week before Christmas, the airports are crazy. I really don't want to get there three hours early just to tell you I don't have a pet. I'm sorry, that's just the policy. That's just the way it is. And so I caution companies that when they create policies to make sure that they understand the full downstream effect, not maybe just on the one, you know, ticketing or the one, oh, well, the pet needs to have a seat and what have you, but the whole downstream effect of the customer journey and what it does to the customer journey. If you're looking to have a customer centric organization, you need to make sure your policies are indicative of that customer centricity and not just policies for policy's sake.
0: Great story, Lori. And I'm not going to remark on it because my remark actually is related to your fifth and final element, okay. and that's empowerment. So go yes. ahead and unpack that.
1: Yes. So, perfect example. I call up, you know, this representative, and again, very nice. If they were empowered, right, to make that change for me, because again, I knew I had to pay an additional fee coming home. I knew I had to check in with the puppy coming home. They should have been empowered to say, okay, let me get you checked in here. But instead, all they kept telling me was, well, that's our policy, and I'm sorry, you have to check in at the airport. And so you know, if you think about it, you've invested in the environment, you've invested in technology, you've invested in training, right? You've invested in hiring the right people. Let's just start all the way at the beginning there and hiring the right people, but then to kind of handcuff them during their customer interaction by not giving them the empowerment to give the customer what they're looking for. And again, you know, I know there's, we deal with a lot of healthcare companies, a lot of financials, so we know there's a lot of regulatory um, you know compliance issues out there. I get that. but when you're thinking about, again, the whole customer journey, I really I caution companies to you know really look at the policies that they've created, look at those whole downstream effects and what that does to the customer journey and that customer experience and and start to look at it in each individual piece and make sure that you've got that customer centricity goal in mind. Because if you don't, you're gonna have a lot of broken and fragmented pieces of the customer interaction that just don't lend itself to a great customer experience.
0: Well well said, Lori. And I mean let's face it, it's really difficult to put policies in place and think of every possible scenario right. and then have policy that that speaks to every possible scenario. I mean it's just right. it's it's if close to impossible, if not right. impossible, so right. I love your point about empowerment. Right. Um, it, it also speaks to a trust issue as well, trusting the employees Absolutely. to do the right thing for the customer, for the business in that moment. so right. and, great. And
1: really, and Bernie, that goes back to my very first one about you know, interaction analytics is you have the data. If there's reasons that you're not trusting what your frontline is doing, you can listen. You can read transcripts you can really know what's going on in both the customer and the employee journey that again back to your point of feeling valued is giving them that empowerment makes them feel valued makes them want to come to work every day makes them want to stay with your company
0: exactly So, Lori, how can CX leaders cope with the fast-changing demands of customers in order to keep their frontline employees skilled and motivated
1: to Mm -hmm. deliver
0: great CX?
1: Right. Listen to the customers and listen to the employees. (laughs) And nobody knows better than your frontline employees um, what your customers want, what they're saying. Again, there's so much technology out there. Um, And, again, I think, you know, I alluded to it earlier. I'm working with a company called Untangle. Uh, there's a uh, coaching tool that they've developed that takes that data, all those interactions, and serves up to the agents, you know, best practices and, and changes in, in, you know, behaviors and things that are happening on the calls, not a week ago, not a month ago, but 20 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago, an hour ago, and helping them give that best customer experience they can
0: deliver. So, Laurie, before we get to our final Fun question. Mm-hmm. Where would you like to send people to connect with you and just learn more about what you've got going on?
1: Yep, they can visit my website at lbrowncxconsulting.com or visit me on LinkedIn.
0: Fantastic. Well, those that are watching on video or seeing that scrolling along the bottom of the screen Great. and those that are listening on audio only, uh, just check the show notes cuz they're linked up there as always. Well, Lori, now we do get to the final fun question. We okay. like to know <laughs> on the Digitally Irresistible podcast. When you're not working, what do you like to do for fun?
1: Ah, good question. Well, I mean, I live on the beach in Fort Lauderdale, so what could be more fun than that? But uh, when I'm not on the beach, I'm a new golfer. And so I'm trying to get in as many uh, lessons as I can and hitting the driving range. And you know, again, I've been blessed to live down here in South Florida where the weather is just spectacular. And, um, so that's really what I
0: do when I'm not working. That's great. And the they I know about,
1: great people like you, Bernie.
0: <laughs> well, Lori, I'll tell you, the only thing I know about golfing is that if I hit one ball really good in, in 18 holes, then I want to go back and do it again.
1: There you go. Yeah. It's about having fun.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, Lori, I want to thank you for joining us on this episode of the digitally irresistible podcast. These are great five key points, five key elements that really help frontline employees deliver a great customer experience. Data, environment, technology, policies, and empowerment. Uh, when you bring them all together, they're really just uh, that that perfect storm, if you will, to <laughs> equip frontline employees uh, with the ability to deliver a great CX experience. So thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us today.
1: Thanks, Bernie. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people, delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. Brought to you by iCore. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss future episodes.